welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. On this episode, we are going to find out what happened with that uh, ship that, or ship is probably the wrong word, what that uh, vehicle that our heroes were adventuring and uh, or investigating in. Uh, but before we do that, let's uh, go ahead and introduce everyone in the group here. So first of all, uh, Tegan, would you like to go and introduce yourself? Hey, everybody. My name's Chris. I play Tegan, the gnome sorcerer um, that changes colors um, when his mood changes. He's also got several people in his head. And right now, I'm really wondering how I'm the one that figured out that the ship was going to blow up because I'm like the least technical of the entire group. So this will be fun. All right. And up next, Athir, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Brian. I play Athir, the elf fighter of the group. Um, I'm trying to figure out uh, what uh, Tegan is so intrigued by because, um, you know, he's often uh, uh, distracted by unusual things. All right, and up next, uh, Tabitha, would you like to go and introduce yourself? Hi, I'm uh, Jess. I play Tabitha and uh, Francis and uh, the bugbear, although he doesn't really do much. Owlbear. Um, I'm sorry, owlbear, not bugbear. Goodness. Uh, so, yeah, he's, um, he's just kind of a fluffy uh, troublemaker. And other than that, he's doing good. Do you remember the name of your owlbear? Is Gregory sent in to us by our uh, faithful listeners. Absolutely. And up next, uh, Tormir, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Bryn, and I am playing Tormir, the dwarf monk. And uh, right now, I really have no idea what's going on. I'm a bit concerned, and uh, yeah... I'm not really looking forward to all of this in general, and this isn't really helping the cause. <laughs> all right, and last but not least, Jathal, would you like to go and introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Chris. Uh, I play Jathal, the elf wizard of the group, uh, and uh, I'm a little scared that this thing just blew up, and I don't know what's going on, so... Curious to... I thought you were about to say, I'm a little teapot. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, kind of. Uh, something like that. Great, now I've got that song in my head. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. You guys went up and you investigated the vehicle of, of whatever form it is. And on, in that vehicle, it exploded. You guys uh, stepped back far enough. Uh, can everyone see on the map uh, where the vehicle is and where you guys are? Yep. So the great Scots, the black lines coming out of the vehicle are scorch marks that are on the ground uh, immediately before. So that is not difficult terrain at all. Uh, the tree is blocking terrain, uh, as is the vehicle itself. So you could climb over it, but you can't simply walk straight through it. Didn't we get a crate out of it? Have we looked through the contents of the crate yet? You looked through the contents and you found a glove, a set of goggles, 
and a vest of some sort. But beyond that, you haven't really investigated what they were. Uh, you haven't really had time yet. The not dying was more important. Yeah, that's true. First of all, before you detect magic, out of the explosion um, that comes out, these two things of fire, uh, beings of fire of some sort, uh, walk out and immediately look at you at, in an aggressive fashion. Um, so uh, if you want, you're welcome to, to spend your turn investigating, but we are going to go into initiative. What? Well, we're starting this game off fun. Absolutely. Da 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 As Tabitha regales us with her bardic talent. Hey, you guys should just be thankful I haven't come up with a theme song. I mean, if you did come up with a theme song, I'm sure our listeners would love to hear it. For everybody here, uh, let's see... Add everyone in. Tegan, what'd you get on your initiative? I got a whopping twenty-three. Whopping? That's that's professor. It's awesome. You sounded discouraged. Hey, what's your uh, score at? I'm not. I'm not saying. Well, because I got a twenty-three as well. Well, hold on. Hold on. We'll, we'll come back to that. In a, we'll come back to you in a moment, Tabitha. Up next, Jethal. Uh, an eleven. 11. And Athir, what is your initiative? I got a whopping 15. Everyone's got whopping numbers today. Uh, Tabitha, what was your initiative? 23. My modifier's an 11. Modifier's an 11. Tegan, what is your modifier? Way less than that. Okay, so Tabitha goes first between the two of you. And then Hi. the uh, last but not least, Tormir. What'd you get on your initiative? Tormir almost thought no one cared about Tormir's initiative. <laughs> uh, I, I rolled a 13. Whiner. <laughs> All right. Just because you can speak in a fun accent doesn't mean you get to be a whiner. Yes, it does. I mean, it gives him some right there. That's true. Of all of us, he's the only one that can actually do an accent. I can do multiple. I can do a Midwestern accent pretty well. <laughs> Your Canadian accent's pretty entertaining. It's not bad, although I have to be around Canadian people before I start developing it again. Oh, did you spend all morning chasing a moose off your lawn, too? I had one, you know, just the other day. He was eating <laughs> all my tomatoes. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All them tomatoes. All right. Oh, <laughs> On that note, um, we will jump in. So first of all, the first one sees uh, a dwarf and immediately charges him. Racist. And, <laughs> and he's going to slap wow. you with fire. Maybe he's just mad at short people. Well, you'd think he'd go for Tegan at that point. Short people got... Never mind. My least favorite song. All right. Uh, Tormir, does a negative three hit your armor class? Yes. All right. <laughs> and then hit second attack, does a 19 hit your armor class? Oh, I actually have to check on this one. No. 
Okay. So he swings against you twice and misses on both. That's right. Come at me, racist. You know, words I can't say in a friendly family or family friendly environment. Put some pepper on that one. All right. Up next is <laughs> Tabitha. Um. So I am. So you said they came out of the uh, actual um, the ships, okay? Um, and I am. Do we have? I don't see a marker for Francis. It's right next to you. It's the. Uh, you still have another icon to him, so he's. Dang it! Okay, I always forget that. Francis is the anonymous guy. The sir not appearing in this film. Pretty much, yeah. Um. So I would have uh, Francis doesn't do good against fire people. So I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna mark the one that is. Let's see what that range is. I'm sorry. I do apologize. Your range to that one is looks like 35 feet. And I don't think that mine hits that. For the listeners, uh, just to kind of explain what the group is looking at here. So to, out of the wreckage of the ship, uh, the vehicle, these uh, two uh, beings, uh, bipedal beings made of fire, crawled out of where the explosion came from. Uh, the party still isn't sure at this point where if they caused the explosion or were created by the explosion or something else, but... They came out of where the where the ship where the vehicle exploded. So I am going to uh, spend one action, mark the farthest one that's one that's closest to the ship. Uh, I'm going to mark him as my foe. Okay. Uh, and then I am going to shoot my arrow. I'm not going to send um, Francis in because he doesn't do well against fire. Okay. Uh, marking is one action. And then, are you doing the double shot or the single shot? Uh, the double shot. Alright. So, first shot, ooh, yeah. 27 for my first one. 27 hits. And so that is a damage of four. Okay. And then, for my second is a 26 but i believe i have to add one to that correct because i just use the uh second shot right which subtracts four but you because of your uh, hunted shot you only subtract three so yeah yes. you add one to that all right so that yeah so that's again 27 which is also a hit uh my damage is a five okay so you've done a total of nine damage to it and I believe I can do one more action. Correct. Can I fire again? Would I be have an additional penalty, or can I do another double? You do uh, the attack number three on your short bow. Okay. That's a nine. Apparently, somebody jostled me. You had two to it because of the bonus. But well, I don't think a eleven's uh, going to hit him. That is correct. An eleven does not hit him. Fun with math. Is that your turn? I believe that's everything. All right. Up next is Tegan. Tegan is going to bravely run away behind a Thier. Okay. Uh, 
Brave Sir and Robin, Sir Robin. You have, a movement, away away. you have a movement of 25 feet, correct? Yeah. Okay, so you could you could make it there in one movement action. Yeah, let's do. Let's move him over here, and he's going to uh, touch his sword and give him magic weapon. <laughs> you could have touched Tormir's and... fist. <laughs> no, no one likes Tormir. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that'll do anything for. Will that work on Tormir? Yeah, because his his uh, his fist still count as weapons. Oh, I'm sorry, Tormir. I'll do that next time. My bad. I didn't think it would work because it's not. He's touching everybody today. Well, you know, he's yeah. only touching one person. He's just promising to touch other people today. Exactly. <laughs> I'm uh, Neil Diamond. It's awesome. Um. So. <laughs> During the pandemic, their Sweet Caroline has been canceled. Right. <laughs> no reaching out and touching you or touching me. No, not allowed. So the target uh, has a plus one striking weapon and gains a plus one item bonus to attack rolls and increases mm-hmm. the number of the weapon's damage dice to two. Bum, bum, bum. So, so you're... Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> The, your main weapon that you would have had assuming out at this point, Athir, uh, what is the statistics on that weapon as is? Uh, if Depends if he's been touching my longsword or um, my falchion, but... Uh, mm-hmm. I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, let's let's throw that one to Tegan. Tegan, did you touch Athir's longsword or did you touch his falchion? Whichever one was closer. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the long sword. <laughs> uh, any kids that are listening, go ask your parents. Or not. Yeah, let's not. Or not. No, no. Um, one day you'll look uh, back on this uh, whole conversation and go, ah. Oh. So... Okay, now you're just playing into it. Nah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's getting edited That's too out. Far. <laughs> All right. So, um, okay, so you've granted his longsword a plus one bonus to attacks and the striking ability. And the uh, damage dice goes to two. That's what the striking ability is. Oh, there you go. All right, so that was one action for moving, two actions for the spell. So I believe that's your turn. Is that correct, Tegan? Yep, I'm done. All right. So up next, the other fire elemental is going to move up and attack Jathal. Of course he is. Because Jathal looks like a wizard. Hit the squishies. Hit the squishies. All right. Aren't you the squishies? Does a negative three hit your armor class? No. <laughs> Sure does it. Why does it keep having a negative three? Because I keep rolling a natural one. Does a five hit your armor class? No. Why couldn't you roll this good with the dragon? No kidding. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. The fire elementals have shown how threatening they are. Um, so to the rest of the group, uh, Athir, your turn. Um, well, now that this fire elemental did a nice deed and just walked up right next to me, I'm just gonna, I guess, ready my sword as my first action and strike him. 
with it. The um, longsword or the falchion? Are you this would be the longsword. Okay. I, I don't think it makes sense to hit a fire elemental with a flaming falchion. Maybe might heal him. Um, so let's uh, let's hit a uh, with a twenty-two. Twenty-two hits. Nine damage. Okay. Um, and then I'll just strike again. See what happens. Eighteen. Eighteen also hits. Uh, that's a six. Slashing. Alright. You have to add one just for next time. Oh, I need to do da damage dice on both of those. Hold on. One more damage dice for each of those because it's uh, the uh, um, whatchamacallit? Uh, Striking. 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 That's what, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, so... So you rolled an 8 on the first one, so that's 8, because you don't add your strength bonus again. Okay. And then... Second one, you have a 6. 6, yep. That takes that one out. You're welcome, Jathal. <laughs> hey, thanks. The, uh... The, the fire elemental just kind of ran up in front of Jathal and just kind of waved his arms in front of him menacingly, so I fear put him down. Uh, maybe he was just performing, and I just killed this poor theatrical elemental. I mean, they might be theatrical at this point, you know, in all fairness. Um, interpretive dance. He did not get interpreted well. <laughs> They're doing fire dancing. <laughs> Boo. All right. Up next is Tormir. Um, I will also uh, let you know one thing, Tormir. When that one uh, went down, the like it kind of exploded into like this sort of like fiery stuff, I guess, and kind of just crawling back towards the uh, the vessel, the the vehicle. That's not good. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna punch this one and okay. see what happens. So, my first attack. Well, I'll, I'll activate Flurry of Blows. Oh, oh God. Why? Uh, I, I'm assuming 14 doesn't hit. A 14 does not hit. Okay. And then the second half of the Flurry of Blows. <clears throat> also guessing a 12 doesn't hit. Why is it? 12 doesn't fit. That Flurry Blows. It does, but that shouldn't be possible. Uh, you rolled uh, a two and a five. All right, well, I'll try and hit it again. Yeah, I'm just going to give up now. Uh, Tormer's going to get real sad. He's just going to move out into the country, get a little house, and just drink tea and be sad alone. So Tormir rolled a ten on that one. Now, so Tormir and the uh, the Fire Island are doing interpretive dance and and answering the dance back and forth at this point. And then with my last action, I will cast shield because apparently hitting this thing is not uh, my forte today. All right. Is that the end of your turn? We're just currently, you know, hand slapping with each other. I, you know, I'm not sure if either of you have actually made contact with each other yet. No, we haven't. I'm getting this like mental picture of you know how like like two people will like pretend like they're fighting and close their eyes and look away and their hands just flap in front of them and they both do it at the same time making these weird sounds that's kind of what I'm picturing right that's now that's kind of what's going on here <laughs> alright uh, up next after Tormir that was the end of your turn correct Tormir? yeah 
so defeated. Tormir looks listfully off into the distance after swinging at him. And uh, up next is Jathal. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to cast uh, Daze on this guy. Okay. Uh, so he needs a uh, will save. Yep. All right. He gets a 19. I don't have this set up right. Our saving will is DC 20, yeah? Yes, it is 20. Okay, so he fails. So yep. what happens? Uh, I just... Okay, so he'll take uh, five non-lethal damage. Oh, Daze does uh, damage? Correct. Oh, cool. I didn't have it set up correctly in real 20. That's okay. So, but yeah, it's non-lethal damage, so... It is stunned one. You look up. Do you know what stunned condition does off the top of your head? Uh, I don't. Okay, so stunned is the, um, you lose that many actions. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, that's right. So he, he critic, he didn't critically fail. No, he normally failed. Oh, it's critically fails. It's only only critically failed is Oh, okay. So Okay, so he's flat footed. Yeah, he'll be flat footed. So Got it. Okay. He takes the five non lethal and is flat footed. Is that that was two actions to cast, correct? Yeah, and then I'll cast shield on myself. Okay. Is that the end he returns with all? Yes. Alright, up next goes the Fire Elemental. He is going to continue his dance with uh, Tormir. We need some music of some sort. Does a 24 hit you? No. Because I cast Hmm. shield. There you go. (laughs) I'm getting Hall of the Mountain King for some reason. Does an 18 hit you? Also no. This is just comical now. It is comical. All right, that is the fire elemental's turn. By the way, at the big, since this is top of the round, the other thing you notice is the fire in the uh, the vehicle is beginning to burn even brighter. Uh-oh. Yeah, we might want to do something about if there's anybody inside. All right, Tabitha, you are up next. Um, I'm going to fire at the remaining fire elemental. Okay. Or fire Are you going to mark him? Yes. Okay. I'm going to say that guy. Uh, Attacks. Uh, 16. 16 is not a hit. Boo. Uh, 27. 27 is a hit. Yay! That would be 7 damage. Alright. Oh man, I wish I would have hit critical. I would have gotten max damage on him. It would have been 36. That would have been awesome. Alright. And then I have, and then I'm going to do my last shot. And that's an 8. So, we're just not going to talk about that. Okay. Well, you still dealt damage to him, so. Yeah. 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 
All right. Up next, we will go with Tegan. So when the creature went back, did it crawl inside of the barrel and then the barrel lit up, or did the barrel light up before the creature crawled back inside? The barrel, uh, kind of, it's difficult to tell which happened before. It looked like the barrel was lighting up more as the creature was crawling back in, so it looks like it was more the creature or what remained of the creature that was defeated was more attracted to what was in there as opposed to caused the fire to flare up. Is there any type of knowledge that would help me understand what's going on? Uh, a cult um, would help you out here. A cult. I have no occult, but every dog has its day. So can I roll for it? I'll allow you to roll for it. All right. Nothing like a plus one to my occult. 14. Okay. Um, you as a gnome, have heard bits and pieces about um, artificers that will use uh, elementals to power devices sometimes. And it's possible that uh, this vehicle may have used fire elementals to power a some sort of a combustion engine. Um, the only thing you can think of is it's possible that uh, the impact against the tree that the vehicle suffered might have ruptured whatever contained these fire elementals. Um, so you're saying the internal combustion engine has become an external combustion engine now? Exactly. Although it's actually kind of more of an interpretive dance combustion engine at the moment. <laughs> right. Um, can I use like... Uh, no, I probably need something like command. I don't have command. Um... Can I do a diabolic edict, maybe, to have the creatures come out and stand still? So, explain what diabolic edict does. Um, you issue a diabolic edict, demanding a target to perform a particular task and offering rewards for its fulfillment. It gains a plus one status bonus to attack rolls and skills checks related to the performing tasks. If it refuses to perform the task you proclaimed, it instead takes a negative one status penalty to all attack rolls and all skill checks. So you are demanding that whatever is in there come out and stand you know, in front of you. Or stand still, yeah. Okay. I don't... So okay, do I do? you issue that command. Yeah. And it, takes... it then has a choice to make, and on its turn it will make that choice. Okay. Cool. Okay. And I'll cast uh, shield. Okay. Actually, no, I take that back. Uh, uh, who's close to me? Uh, um, everyone but Tormir. Yeah, I can only do one person. All right, I'm going to do the meat shield. Um, and I'll keep... The meat shield? What is the um, meat shield? That would be a theory. There's the meat shield. I was going to do resist energy, but that's two actions. Never mind. I'll just cast... Uh... Yeah, I'll just cast uh, shield on myself. That's okay. it. Is that the end of your turn? Yep. All right. Up next, Ethere. Well, um, I might as well just wander up there and see if I can uh, 
help Tormir actually kill something since he seems to be fumbling about. He's not fumbling, he's dancing with it. <laughs> I'm going to play whack-a-mole with this thing and try to hit it with this cool longsword. Okay, so you use one action to move up there. Yep. Uh, attack for 28. Okay, that's a critical hit. Ooh, very nice. Um, and then uh, that's uh, 12 plus, uh, let me see, one, right? Where's the one? Well, why did it come with one? Hold on. So, do you need to roll the additional damage? Don't forget it's striking unless you added it into your weapon description already. There it is. Um, so I need. Well, it'd be so five more from yeah. what the dice is in that one on the crit. So. Oh yeah. Oh, you get the crit on the the uh, striking as well. Nice. So, um, 17 damage in total on that, it looks like. Is it still alive? It is still alive. All right, well, I'll, I'll try to finish it off um, so we can stop all this dancing nonsense. How about a 27? 27 is a hit. But not plus one. Uh, it already got plus one. It's a plus one weapon. Um, but don't you get the plus one from me? No, they don't stack. You get the, you get which you get whichever is better of the two, and since they're both plus one, he just gets plus one. Oh, I thought it was a I thought it was a plus one effect. Mm -mm. It it makes any weapon into a plus one weapon. Yes. And since, oh, item bonus. I got it. Since cool. well, since my weapon already has a plus one rune on it, it doesn't really do anything. Uh, but I still get the striking ability, which is the nice part. Right. Yeah, eight more there, and so that would be... 14? 14, correct. And with that, it is no longer standing. Okay, Tormir, you can stop dancing now. You're not the boss of me. No, I'm not. <laughs> Tormir, it is if your If you turn. feel the urge to dance, you should do so. I am going to hold my action. Okay. And then Jathal, it is your turn. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So, you said something about... Can I see from my angle, like, the inside of that, seeing what's going on or not? No, you can only kind of see the, the back end of the vehicle, which is yeah. kind of the exhaust So, area. I wouldn't do anything then because I don't know of anything going on. I just know we killed things, so I guess I would I guess hold my action. Okay. Isn't, so. there, isn't there something crawling back to the ship? Yeah, it's or? it's uh, there. Well, the first one already has made it back. The second one is on its way back right now. Oh. Crawling? Uh, like the so when they attacked it and defeated the the fire elementals, they kind mm. of collapsed into just fire that's now kind of snaking along the ground back towards the vehicle. Oh, okay, got it. I guess I'll move up to understand more. What's do I see something from if I like move up in between here to see where it's going? You see. Um, and actually, since you are at the end of the round, uh, Tormir is holding his action so he can still act after this if he would like to. But 
Um, you see, when you come up, uh, you see one giant fiery arm kind of reach out, kind of brace against the side of the vehicle. Another giant fiery arm reach out, brace against the other side of the vehicle, and pull itself out. And it followed the exact commands of uh, Tegan, which is get out and stand there. And it does. Okay. Um, as oh, it no. Steps, as it steps onto the ground, uh, the one other one that was snaking there kind of goes up, coils around its leg, and seems to be absorbed into the overall being. Sure. And um, Are they listening to Tegan? I got a fire, buddy. <laughs> and, and as a result, it gets plus one on its next attack. Mm. What? That's good. Because that's what the Diabolic Edict does. It gives it a bonus if it follows your follows your order. Sweet. All right. Oh crud! Don't freaking tell it things. Okay, so I see this thing kind of cool step out, and then it sucks that other one in, and uh, I'm gonna just re- reactively, not react, not actually reactively, but I'm going to then cast Ray of Frost. Okay. So. You will essentially move up and then cast Rain Brush. Okay. So a 27. A 27 is a hit. Okay. Uh, 8 damage. That's cold damage. Alright. And that's my turn. Sounds good. So, Tormir, it is the end of the round. You may act if you would like to. I will definitely do that. So I'm going to move to the far side of the elemental. Okay. And then... Flurry of Blows. Wow. Um, the first roll is a 14, and the second roll is a 21. Both of those are a miss. Cool. A 21 is a miss? 21 is a miss. I will cast oh, Shield. That's not good. Okay. And that is my turn. All right. Uh, okay, so that was your turn there. So you now go after Jathal in future rounds, and it will go immediately before Jathal. And then, okay, so that was you guys. And so up next is Tabitha. All right, uh, I'm going to surprise, surprise. In a daring show of markmanship, I'm going to mark it and fire a shot at it. Okay. Uh, I got a 17 on that one. A 17 my first one. is a miss. 21 for the second attack. Uh, it didn't look like you did the, sec- the, the attack number two on that one. Yeah, I did. Oh, did you? Oh, no, I see it there. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, 20 is not a hit. I mean, I'm not just coming up with numbers. I mean, I can if you really want. I got a 24 on that one. 25. I rolled a net 20. 26, actually, because you add two to the third, one to the second one, two to the third one. Fine. 26. So 36 for math. Yay, math. Because you rolled a natural 20. So then does that do critical damage? It is a crit, yes. Woohoo! 22 damage. All right. It takes 22 damage, and it does not like it. I love when the computers are doing the math for me. 
All right. Um, and that was three attacks plus you're marking it. Uh, is that, yep. do you have any other actions? Nope. Cause that's all four actions, right? Well, three actions, but yes. Uh, all right. Up next is Tegan. Well, that was interesting. I was trying to figure out if I can charm it. Would I know whether or not I can charm an elemental? You can give me an occult check to see if you know. Oh, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Plus one. Yeah, here we go. And I got a 17. Um, There's a small chance, but most likely no. Oh, shoot. That's good enough to Lisa tell me it's not going to work. All right. But with that role, you're not really sure. Well, any any anything that tells me it probably isn't going to work, I'm going I'm not going to try it. Um let's see. I can't get to Tormir, so um I'm going to hold my action to like see what else is going to happen. All right. So you are holding. Yep. All right. Uh, Athir, it is your turn. Wow. Since the popular thing to do is hold your action, I'm going to um, move up and attack him. Do it. Get him. Uh, if I could actually move <laughs> that's the wrong way well it's grabbing the entire map it was weird it's moving everything uh there we go we, we we've done the move thing now that works um so let's let's do a little hack and slash with the sword how about a 22 22 is a hit all right how about uh oh well oh we got still like at the striking on me yeah so mm-hmm how about a total of 13 damage okay and then i'll take another swing at him and uh i don't do as well this time so 15 15 is not a hit okay that's my turn all right up next goes the fire guy himself so he is going to use his first action to attack um, Athir. Does a 19 hit you, Athir? Uh, let me see here. Let's see what we got going on. Nope, it does not. Alright. And then it's going to take its second attack against um, Tormir. Tormir, does a 10 hit you? Absolutely not. Alright. And then its last attack, it is going to make against everyone within 10 feet of it. Sweet. That's why I didn't move up. It's going to do the same thing the dragon did. That was not cool. Does a 19 hit any of Jethal, Athir, or Tormir? Ooh. Yes. Not I said the dwarf. Not I said the elf. You said 10 feet? 10 feet. Oh, actually, so no, it doesn't hit Zathal. Oh, sweet. Yeah, okay, so, cool. <laughs> you are correct. Excellent. So it is only hitting Athir and Tormir, which it is not hitting. So Excellent. apparently all of the fire elementals are just interpretive dancing today. 
So really, well, no they one... are technically the same elemental, so they all have the feeling for dancing right now. There, there's a uh, yeah. So really, you're not sure how hostile they really are because no one's actually gotten any injury whatsoever from this. <laughs> I didn't realize I was a fire elemental. <laughs> well, you are on fire today. All right, up next is Jabal. Would you like to move within 10 feet of him? No, <laughs> I absolutely would not. Uh, in fact, uh, yeah. Uh, in fact, seeing that get so close to me, I'm going to back up 10 feet. <laughs> Uh, and then idea. I'm going to cast a uh, magic missile uh, and spend uh, two actions, I guess. Uh, is that right? Hang on. Sorry. Do, 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 do. Yes. Uh, two actions. So I cast two magic missiles, essentially, um, to get him. Uh, so five damage for one. And three damage for the other. All right. So that does uh, damage. I mean, uh, there's no attack roll, so it just straight up does the damage to him. Yep. That's me. All right. He takes the damage. That's the end of your turn? Yep. Okay. All right. Up you... next is... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just curious, do you have to, since you're selecting two actions to cast magic missiles, do you roll the damage separately since you're saying if it's two to cast two missiles, or do you do that as a single roll? As far as I can, as far as I know, it, you roll it both. Okay. Because it's two different casts, technically. It's, yeah. You just, I just get, I can use one spell slot essentially, and I can either do one to three actions, and those basically, depending upon how many actions, is how many shots that it gets. Gotcha. I was just trying to figure out why a person would choose to use two actions versus cast it once and then cast it again. So it makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And it combines for the purposes of damage reduction against a single target. Correct. Oh, it does it? Yep. Well, let's see. Hmm. Uh, for the most part, force damage. Oh, yeah, it's, it's combined it's damage for... before applying bonuses or penalties to damage, resistance, yeah. weakness. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it does. But the other thing is, is there are very few things in the uh, Pathfinder world that are have any resistance to force damage at all anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right. That being said, is that the end of your turn, Jethal? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Up. Up next is Tormir. And speaking of attacking and potentially missing, um, <laughs> I will activate Flurry of Blows. I think you need to buy new dice, Tormir. Oh, oh I think you should just actually just be rolling performance rather than attack. Okay, so does a 30 hit? A 30 does hit. Does a 22 hit? A 22 also hits. I did hey. 31 damage. That's a lot of damage. And the reason why I broke it out that way is uh, wow. for people who don't know, with Flurry of Blows, if both attacks connect, they're combined for the purposes of damage and damage reduction. All right. Um, spurred on by my newfound success, I'm going attempt, to attempt to attack again. Uh, 14, so not as successful. 
your first two hits went impacted really hard, and your third one, as you went to punch it, um, your fist kind of goes through it as you realize your previous punch took it out, but it began exploding at that point in time. So, I'll let everyone see hot, hot, where hot, the explosion hot, hot. aura is. <laughs> Sweet. Not, not far enough. enough to not far enough. Oh. So the three I people win. that are within range of the explosion are Tormir, Jathal, who are on opposite sides flanking it, as well as Jathal, who had run just barely still within range. Not quite enough. I, I still have a I still have an action left. <laughs> uh, well, I need all three of you to give me a reflex save. Oh, I can't Ooh. use my last action. I'm not good at those. I mean, what were you going to do? Shield? Okay. No, run away. Oh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so, Tormir, um, you succeed at the save, so you will take half damage. Do monks have anything that reduce basic saves on uh, success at all? Let me double check. Like evasion-like effects? Man, I should have used mage armor. And while you're... Uh, I, I'll... I'll... If you want to come back to me with... Uh... Sure. So the overall damage that everyone... So uh, both Athir and Jathal failed to save. So both of you take 11 damage. Ah, oh, that's not so bad. Merely a flesh wound. Um, the trees in that surrounding area are not very happy about it. And one sidewall of the vehicle is pretty much entirely scorched. But both this fire as well as the fire that was in the... Uh, I guess cabin of the vehicle I uh, have gone completely out at this point. I, I will just take half damage. Okay, so you'll take five. And then I will reduce that by two for my not very commonly uh, activated racial bonus of uh, as a forged dwarf, I have fire reduction equal to half my level. Oh, sweet. So yeah, that that it was fire damage. So Or resistance, not reduction. But still, you know, you get the point. Yeah. All right, so you have defeated the uh, the vile dancing fire elementals. I got my Ooh. revenge for all the dancing. Other than exploding, <laughs> did nothing offensive to you whatsoever. <laughs> it's true. So you're saying I did more damage to the party by killing it than... <laughs> Pretty much. Precisely. Why'd you have to go and do that? It didn't kill him. <laughs> nice. So I uh, guess I can I can heal you guys. Uh, I mean, sure. Uh, let's see here. I mean, if you want, I can use some of my berries to create a bit of a tincture to help heal you a little bit and save, you know, Portigan some spells. That'd be awesome, thanks. That would be, yeah, that works. All right, uh, I can take about, you know, 10 minutes or so. But Yeah. You can create a healing tea with your berries. Yep, and it's uh, natural healing, the uh, feat that I never get to use. Yeah, I thought Sweet. I... Sweet, that's I awesome. I couldn't remember if I took that. I thought I did, but I did not. Can you go ahead and read off what that feat does? Yes, so it allows me to roll my nature skill instead of uh, 
a medicine check in order to treat wounds. And let me just double check what the DC is. It's been Ooh, a while I have since that I've too. DC 15. I believe I have a bonus for using some of the fresh berries I've been collecting every day. Well, you were eating all the berries. <laughs> Look, that was a one-time incident, all right? You can't keep bringing it up every time it happens. Oh, we it's can, like... <laughs> and we will. Oh, it's like you're all my ex. Um... <laughs> Damn. Wow. Wow. It's one of those episodes. <laughs> it is one of those episodes. Look, I'm feeling a little bit spicy today. I won't lie. That's yeah, okay. If I help him, can I increase his roll? Uh, you would have had to have declared you were helping him before he rolled. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll have to remember that next time. <clears throat> Although with my medicine, maybe it's a good thing he didn't. I think I rolled like twos on it every time. You probably would have poisoned it. <laughs> right. So I get a plus two to my check, which is unfortunately only a 14 for uh, Dethal. However, for Athir... And I'll have to wait another hour before I can attempt this again on him. Or on uh, Jethal. So, on a Theer. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I got a 31. That is a critical success. So, uh, you tried treating Jethal first, and pretty much you wiped some berries on him. It just really didn't do a whole lot. And, <laughs> and, and on a Theer, you realize maybe he should eat the berries. I'm and... like... <laughs> God dang it. God just it. watching Jethal with a berry mustache. <laughs> be great. I'm like, gosh darn it, what are you doing? Come on now. He's like, Shh, I'm healing you. So, uh, this isn't the how it goes. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, 48 uh, hit points. Yep. 48? Sweet. Alright, so that is 22 healing. Dang. I feel much better. And uh, that took 10 minutes. Technically 20, right? Well, yeah, 20, 10 minutes per person. Yeah. I don't I don't get any of those as temporary hit points, do I? I just max my hit points out. They yeah. are they are yeah, if you hit your maximum number of hit points, then the the rest of the healing is goes to waste. You should share that healing. I was just going to say, I should just be like, I feel more better, that's right, more better, more better. than I've, I've ever more felt better. in my entire more, life. More better? I think my two-year-old says that. More, more better. More, more better, sure. <clears throat> more, more better. Can I do like a, like a, a medicine check on myself? Well, unfortunately, you can only receive treat wounds once per hour. Yes. You've you've been treated once, <laughs> so right. you have to wait an hour before you can use medicine on yourself. Fine. The, your your berry mustache prevents you from further healing <laughs> My for another hour. Berry mustache. <laughs> oh goodness. Wow. Alright. Sure. I'm a little bit upset. Or I'm a little bit perturbed, you know. Just You're like, you're very upset. I am very upset <laughs> that you just rubbed berries on me. <laughs> you're not into that. I thought elves were into that. I'm not. Apparently you are, but not me. It's fine. All right, so what's with that stuff you found there, Tegan? I was like, yeah, I want to check out this vest and this goggles and what else? 
Uh, so there was a, a glove, a vest, and goggles. Okay. And uh, there's actually labels on them, uh, now that you have time to actually look through them. Oh, sweet. What language are they labeled in? They are labeled in uh, common, actually. Well, that's not as fun. So we all can read it. It's a, it's a slightly different dialect of common than you guys are used to, but uh, for the most part, it's pretty well. There's a lot of it. these and thous. Yeah, sort of something like that. Um, so the the first one says it is a galvanic emission glove. What? I bet it projects fire. I know glove. Yep. You got that? Yeah, galvanic emission glove. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like this is like a tinker thing. I don't know that... Uh, I mean, I can do an arcana check, but I don't know that it'll tell me a whole lot. I don't feel like... Um, As Yeah, go ahead and do an arcana check. Sure. 27. Okay. So, you theorize that it likely as is uh as it's galvanic it's it's electrical in nature oh okay um that it gives you the ability or it would give someone the ability to pro- uh, probably produce some sort of an electrical charge with a touch or with with uh you know some sort of physical contact with the glove to someone else so it's kind of like you know electrical touching or pretty much it, yeah. uh, what is that spell called Shocking grasp. Shocking grasp. There we go. I prefer electrical um, touching. Electrical touching. As Tegan's looking at the uh, the glove, he actually flips the card over and pretty much sees a description pretty well matching exactly what uh, just all this theorized um, yeah. that it does. Don't you know? I, I know how this stuff works. <laughs> why, why do you need to... Like... So, me- mechanically... Um, once per day, if you make a critical hit with uh, while wearing the glove, either with you have to make touch, so either a unarmed strike or a uh, like a touch attack of some sort, like from a spell. If you make a critical hit with it, you once a day uh, you may apply the effect stunned one to your target. Um, additionally, uh, once per day with it. You may convert the damage that you deal with either a touch, a spell, or a unarmed attack to electrical damage instead of physical damage. Say that again. Say that last part. Just the second part. um, Once per day, you may convert the damage from a single unarmed attack or a single touch spell to uh, electrical damage instead of whatever damage type it would have otherwise been. Got it. Okay. And it's either, either or of those two options. Uh, you have it has both of those each once oh, a day. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. There's also a hidden thing of something that happens after you use, you use each one, or at least a chance of something happening. Oh. Because um, uh, artificer items are not always known as the most reliable of things. Sure. Cool. So who wants it? Well, Tormir's the one that likes to go touch people. True. That's true. Interpretive dance. 
<laughs> I don't like that insinuation. <laughs> I mean, Tegan's the one running around grabbing people's long swords. <laughs> this is true. I don't know about grabbing. He maybe just touched it lightly. Either way. I'm not sure if that's better. <laughs> cool. What are the... So, Tormir, we could kind of... Do you want it? It seems interesting enough. There you go. And for, glasses? for reference for you, uh, Tormir, your hand wraps uh, count as a wrist slot item. Yep. And the glove counts as a glove item so that you can use both in tandem with each other. Is it a single glove or two gloves? I keep... It is a single making... glove. So if he can actually wear another glove on the other hand. If he found another one of these gloves, yes. But there's only one of them in this, this crate. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, he wouldn't be able to wear like a separate, like it's another type of glove. Yeah, well, he could wear another glove if it was a, an item that was a single glove, like a glove of storing or something like that. Sure. That's pretty cool. All right. Uh, well, ooh, what are those eyeglasses? Is there a description on that one? There is. They are called an auto-responsive alert display. Auto-responsive alert Hold on, let me guess. display. It lets you see how healthy your people are. Incorrect. Oh. No it kidding. tells you uh, when there's people, bad people. It dings when there's stuff. I, I don't know. <laughs> It, it dings when there's stuff. Yeah, that's actually that's the closest to correct so far. Of all the yeah. um, so it, um, what it does? Sarcasm is, at its best. It, uh, it it alerts you when an attack is incoming, um, and gives you just a, a, a very. So short, it's the spidey sense. Kind of yeah. Um, it it predicts where an attack is about to arrive, so um, you can uh, with them. Uh, once per day, you can uh, add an additional plus two to either a saving throw or your armor class against a single attack. Uh, essentially, it helps slightly. It predicts slightly before the attack is about to land, and it gives you a plus two bonus against either for either the save or the attack. Um, and that uh, is a untyped bonus, which means it stacks with everything. Sweet. Are they stylish? Uh, they look like welder's goggles. Oh yeah, that's stylish. I love that. Can I have them? They look cool. And it's plus plus two to saving through or plus two to AC. Yeah, one or the other once a day. Sure. Got it. Uh, unless unless one of the fighters want them, that's fine. I'm just saying, for style purposes, I mean, they might. If he they wants might some, go with my garb. I don't mind if no. he takes them. It it might it might match you guys' suit a little better. I don't know. My suit looks however I want. It's glamorous. <laughs> it's glamorous. Maybe it's Maybelline. It uh. literally <laughs> is glamorous. I have the glamour rune on it. Fair enough. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> All right. Um, and then there was something else, right? The vest. The vest. What's the vest? Does it have a tag as well, or is it? It absolutely does have a tag. Excellent. He prop whoever this was, the, the the body that's in the vehicle, properly labeled all of his things. That's good to know. That's good. Sweet. Well, Go that's ahead. nice. Have 
property of Steve. He didn't actually label whose it was. He just labeled what it was. Sure. What does it say it is? It's a temporal induction vest. Something with time. Uh, maybe. Uh, I wouldn't be so hasty about that. What else does it say? It's so it's it, if you look at the vest, there's actually like dials and like meters and wiring and things like that on it. It looks otherwise like kind of like a a sleeveless vest that has a single button in the middle, um, but there's two dials on it, um, and they seem to like you know they be are able to be turned and adjusted. Uh, the description is uh, uh, that you can invest time for the future. By the power invested in me. Okay. Uh, Wait, did you say you could that... invest? Oh, <laughs> invest time for the future. <laughs> so you can turn the dial on it, and at that point you gain stunned two for the round you're in. And it has to be the first thing you do. So essentially, you you use it. Um, it doesn't cost an action to use. So for one round, you only have a single action. Sure. And in your next round, you'll have one additional action. So you, so you can take you can sac you can in one round lose two actions, and then the next round have four. That's two spells. That is two spells. Uh, that'd be might be something that would be kind of good for me. I want it. It's not tech. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, is it uh, technically, is it any, it's not considered armor, I'm assuming, right? Uh, you could consider it like a cloth armor that provides a zero bonus. Okay. So it, it does not grant any armor bonus itself. Right. But if you wanted to affix runes to it to grant armor bonuses, you could. Mm-hmm. Because I'm technically untrained in all armor, right? So, like, that's why I was wondering. Yeah, it's it. So it counts similar to your robe. Sure. You know, so it'd that, be that similar clothing. in that regard. It, exactly. So, okay. though, so while you cannot, uh, you cannot wear armor, actual armor, you can still apply runes to mm -hmm. things that aren't armor. If that makes sense. Sure. And grant the bonuses, even though so. All clothing essentially counts as armor with a plus zero bonus and no penalties. Right. No, that's fine. I just wanted to. I just wanted to make sure that that was the case. So, uh, I mean, if no one else cares, I wouldn't mind it either. That or Tegan, if it might be good, maybe for you too. Um. No, I like my goggles. I'm pretty excited about them. They're a fashion statement. Oh, okay. Sure. They're they're gonna help me drive the wagon better. Oh yeah, that's gonna help you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Giddy up. <laughs> you ever worn actual welding goggles? Like and under normal circumstances? It's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna be the most stylish gnome in all of Gnometon. Gnometon? Really? Gnometon. 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 That's the collective gnomish 
community. No, no, Numpton. Numpton or Numpton. <laughs> <laughs> this is going nowhere quickly. <laughs> nom, Nomton? Nom, nom, nom. Nom, nom, Nomton. Y'all are coming up a bit short with names here. Uh, Tegan, do you put on the goggles? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no question. <laughs> So you put on the goggles, and it's dark. Like, everything's dark. Like, they actually are welding goggles. What? Wait a minute. They're pre- to prevent bright lights. Yeah, but how do you use them at, to do, I guess, the attack if they blind you? Do, do you, like, adjust or play with them, or...? Yeah, absolutely. They're the they're the goggles that uh, whenever something's scary at you, they uh, turn black. <laughs> oh, they keep you from being be scared. I like them already. Yeah, I'll play with all the knobs. So there's uh, the, the lenses on the outside. You you realize after just playing with the different things on it that they actually rotate and they are apertures. So when you rotate them, they kind of open up like a lens aperture, on like a camera style. Okay. Um, and so you can open them up and, and pull them in. And when they open up at first, you start seeing like words and things like that uh, go across. And it asks you to select the language. Uh, uh, gnomish. Okay. Then at that point, everything is written in gnomish that it displays on the screen. And it, um, like, as you're looking around at your different allies, it kind of, it like, assesses them and you see like a minor outline for a fraction of a second and it uh it looks at them and says uh, no hostile intent you look at a theory and it first of all thinks of a hostile intent and then no hostile intent oh that's pretty cool that, that's about right so does it like, give me stats on him like how strong he is or anything like that it it seems to be trying to assess but it uh it, it kind of indicates that it's it's missing modules um, in order to assess uh, the strength of targets. Uh, it's saying install module, install strength module, uh, install this module, install that module, and trying to do a lot of different things. So really the only thing, the only module that appears to be installed in it right now is yeah. the, uh, the the alert that gives you the armor class bonus or saving throw bonus. Dude, I've got a like Batman utility belt goggles. This is incredible. Who's Batman? Awesome. I didn't. That's out of game. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> These are awesome. So if I play with the app, so do, when I play with the lenses, does uh, I can see like it turns clear? No, no. Like you can close them so that way you can't see anything. So, are are you familiar with what an aperture is? Uh, out of game, Chris. Yeah, you're talking about like um, when you're doing on a camera, it closes it and opens it up. Yeah, sort of so, like a pupil on your eye. Precisely, yeah. yeah. So you can close it, and then you can't see anything. You can open it, and then you can see everything like you normally would without goggles. And okay. then, you know, the I mean, if you wanted to, you could have it partially closed. And at that point, I would give you, like, a, a plus two bonus to your saves against, like, a blinding light effect or something like that. If you okay. wanted to. Or, you know, it, it's... Your goggles would give you a, a mechanical, non-supernatural ability to just block out light if you, let's say, there was something that was blindingly bright and you needed to yeah. be able to still look at it, like a, like if you were looking at, say, uh, like a solar eclipse or something like that, you could essentially close the aperture almost all the way and still be able to see, kind of type. Oh, thing. that's cool. Um, as an example, 
That's awesome. And they look stylish on me, right? Well, they look they like welding cool. goggles, so of course they look stylish. Of course. Yeah, look, make me make make me look gnomish cool. That's awesome. I mean, sure. <laughs> Tegan goes, these make me look cool, right? And everyone's like, yeah. Whatever yeah, you, of course whatever they do. you want to think, yep. That's definitely in-game. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't we, why would we lie to you? I know, right? You're my friends. Mm-hmm. That, like, attack me at night and throw me in. In rooms and that wasn't found me and gagged me. That Look, me. that was just once, and I and it was for your own good. <laughs> cool. Is there any other buttons on there? Uh, I mean, there are other buttons, but they don't seem to have any function. Okay. Um, they they seem to just indicate something on the screen in, on your goggles that indicate that module not installed. Okay. Awesome. All right. So. The party, are you guys going to investigate the vehicle any further or um, pretty much is kind of more or less burned out at this point? So I don't know if you guys have any intent on that. Yeah, I'm going to no. look in there. Okay. It is very heavily scorched. It, it looks like what you would think a metal tube that had a burning inferno inside of it would look like. Sure. Um, there's not much else that you can take note of. Um, oh. You are able to identify that the person on the inside um, it was gnomish, most likely, or at least there was a gnome on the inside. You're not sure if there was anyone else and there's nothing remaining of them. Mm -hmm. But there's at least one gnomish uh, body or remains in there. Uh, beyond that, um, you are able to tell that there that this is a much more advanced vehicle, although it's by far not functional anymore, um, than the horse-drawn carriage that you are currently driving. And the engine inside of it looks like it would probably use those fire elementals to power some sort of a uh, engine that would uh, put essentially fo push force out of the back by use of uh, exhausting fire, and uh, then j thus generate thrust going forward. Um, so it looks like a really cool design that essentially uses fire elementals as its fuel source. All right. And now it's gone. Mm -hmm. um, so you can probably so, understand why those fire elementals were pretty upset when they came out. Yeah. No, they all, they expressed their anger in interpretive dance, pretty but they much. were still very upset about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're very expressive. Very expressive. So, um, do you guys uh, pack up and continue your journey towards Malatune, or do you guys do anything else? Uh, yes, and, or I do, I think we do, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Uh, right. While we do that, I'm going to drink my elixir of life as well. Okay. No, 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 no. It's only good for one day. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's part of his alchemist. Yeah. Uh, oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, so... So, uh, as you guys continue, uh, continue your journey towards Malatun, uh, we, you guys, uh, encounter a village on the, the last day, uh, but we will see what's in that village next time. So, Aww. thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Again, as always, uh, please reach out to us. Uh, you can reach out to us at paperpenciledicepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to write us any comments, criticism, um, thoughts, uh, questions, anything you might have. But otherwise, until next time, keep gaming, friends.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Reach out to us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper Pencil Dice. Thank you.